Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. It's finished 3 1 to Manchester United. I think somebody who who I think somebody predicted 3 1, I think, in our prediction show. I'll have to go back and check, but I think somebody did predict that. But uh, they got it right. I got it wrong. I'm happy uh, with that that I got it wrong. I wasn't expecting a win. I don't know if many United fans were. I know a lot of people saying that uh, United were going to spank Everton because that's what Ollie does when he's under pressure. I don't know how true that is. I don't think this was a spanking in any ways. I think the score line. Uh, it's a little bit flattering, but nonetheless, we're going to get into match reactions and analysis. We've got Sashi here with us. Sashi, welcome on the show. I can see you're rocking your Man United uh, t-shirt. I think it's yeah. I think today is a good day to rock it. I think uh, after a win, it's it's always good uh, to wear yeah. it. But let's get right. Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, let's start with the lineup uh, that we saw for Manchester United. What were your thoughts when you saw the team sheet announced? Uh, I was I was surprised to see Mata starting. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, me too. An away, an away game, uh, a guy who does not track back that much, does not have pace in him. So, him in the lineup was a surprising factor for me. Uh, not seeing Pogba was not a surprise because now Ole is under immense pressure. So, he'll pick the players who he thinks are there to probably, in a way, to save his job. And Fred and McTominay in the middle, uh, it gives uh, United the assurance that uh, teams will not break their midfield and attack their defense. So, yeah. Overall, uh, an expected lineup. Only surprise was Mata in the in the playing eleven. Yeah, what does Johnny Van der Beek need to do to get a start or, or to play? I, I I don't know. Like I mean, if he's being sacrificed in favor of Mata. That's a message in some ways, isn't it, to him or to some or to the board? I don't know. I don't know if it's. I mean, the rumors are true that he doesn't want that he didn't want Van der Beek and he caught him as a compromise. I don't know what it is. I mean, I have some theories about this, but I don't think we have the time today. But it's it's just baffling, isn't it, in some ways, because uh, Van der Beek played pretty well uh, midweek and then he didn't even get a minute today. It's about uh, fixing him in a position. Like, uh, if you recall our, uh, the initial call that we had uh, about a few weeks back where I suggested that Van der Beek could be an option from the right wing. But uh, then again, I don't know, he has played in that position for Holland or Ajax, I don't think so. So, if Van der Beek has to play in a United's midfield, it has to be in the uh, three-man midfield, either a diamond or a, four, or a flat 4-2-3-1. So, and Mata has played on a right wing for us. Uh, I don't know. He does not fit that position, but still, he has been playing in that role for the last three, four seasons. Yeah. So, technically, Van der Beek cannot replace Mata from a right wing role. It has to be in a in a midfield three. At the moment, Bruno is a sure shot starter. Then Fred and McTominay are the best uh, midfield duo at the moment. Matis has to wait for his chance. Pogba has to wait for his chance. And so does Van der Beek. So, yeah. probably an injury to Fred or McTamini is the only way out for Van der Beek. But he's still got Matic okay. to get through. So, if he wants to play this, yeah. he's got Matic. Um, the only thing I think in my is, is it might be tactical in that he might want his two central midfielders. When he plays in a 4-3-3, I think he prefers yeah. the central midfielders to drift out wide. Uh, yeah. That's why Pogba starts on the left uh, you know, yeah. often because he likes his central midfielders to be able to go wide. Maybe Van der Beek is not able to do that. Maybe he's more of a central player. And that's why he's seen as a replacement for Bruno, uh, who also yes. stays fairly central. So, maybe that. Maybe that. That's just my theory. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I think maybe that's the only thing. But uh, I said this yesterday that if he picks Maguire and if he picks to make changes, I am going to be all out. Uh, if the team loses, the team didn't lose. So, I'm not going to be all out. I think I'll... I'll uh, I'll reserve my judgment, but yeah, it is it is interesting um, how he goes. It might even be a horses for courses approach that you start with McTominay and Fred, Fred in these kind of games where you know the opposition is going to come at you, and uh-huh. then against the West Broms, the South, the Fulhams of the world, you know maybe bring in Pogba or Van der Beek because they'll offer a bit more creativity. So maybe, but we shall see what happens. Um, the first Everton goal, or the only Everton goal, Everton took the lead in this game. Uh, <laughs> it was sloppy, isn't it? it, it 
I mean, there's three players at fault for me. It was uh, first was Van Bissaka, obviously for letting you know the mar- the, the marker run through because uh, Bernard, you know, going through that shouldn't happen. Oh. Um, the uh-huh. second was Lindelof for yeah, challenge for it. the poor challenge on Calvert. He cannot he, win. He cannot win a header. Uh, yes, I don't know it's why. A, he cannot win a header. Yeah, but then my third question was actually Harry Maguire because. Why, you know, if you know that Lendelof has an issue with these kind of things, this is not the first time that he's been bullied off the ball. This happens quite often. So why doesn't yeah. Harry Maguire say, you know what, I'll deal with these strikers and Lendelof be the spearman? It almost looks like he doesn't want to do it. Um, and then we'll talk about, and I actually want to talk about Harry Maguire because I'll, I'll talk what happened later. But in this instance, I thought Harry Maguire, um, I mean, this is my opinion. I thought Harry Maguire should be the one to say, you know what, I'm going to deal with Calvert-Lewin uh, because Lendelof, you're not strong enough. But... I mean, yeah, yeah Lindelof. I, I, I don't agree with this point at the moment because I think it it's about starting positions. Maguire was starting three yards behind Lindelof when uh, Pickford took the goal kick. If you just recall to that moment, it was a very quick goal kick that uh, Pickford took. So Maguire did not have the time to uh, go towards the ball. Lindelof was closer to Covert Lewin and he just got bullied off the ball. The third player, if you want to uh, point your fingers, I think it has to be at De Gea. I don't know. Short was not at hit at a very brisk pace but somehow he at foot I, I, I thought that it, it had a deflection from Von Bissaga's foot mm. so that's why it uh, it just backfooted uh, De Gea and he could not reach the ball when I saw the replay it was between Von Bissaga's legs and I don't know it's being a bit too critical but yeah De Gea might have moved a bit quicker towards the ball yeah, I think he was wrong footed I, I, I think he thought he was going to go to the op- to the yeah, far yes. post and he went near post but yeah, um, yeah I mean it, yeah, it's just it's one of those goals that we've seen a lot this season from United and they got away with it today but yeah. it's something that needs to be worked on um, you every know, game we are conceding sloppy goals that has been the biggest letdown so yeah. far this season every game yeah, the funny thing is that you know they got that goal through that route one they didn't try much of it after that like they tried maybe once or twice um, I don't know whether it was because United had caught on to it or whether it, that was a fluke. I don't know. Maguire but... had a very good second half. That's why yes. that, that plan did not work. Maguire was yeah. winning all the headers in the second half, be and... it from the free kicks or the direct goal kicks. So I think that uh, put a stop to their route one football. Okay. Well, that's a good segue. I was going to leave this for later, but let's talk about it now. I think Harry Maguire, you said he had a good game and he did. In the second half, he did. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Solskjaer spoke to him and said, you know what, you're a captain, you're a defender. And this was, my thing was going to be, I was going to say, is Maguire really good in the air? Because it doesn't look like, I mean, it is, it is in the first half, up to the first half, it didn't look like he's a good player in the air because oh. he refuses to jump and he gets headers, he gets them off target. But, I mean, the second half, he just looked like, you know, come what may, I'm not, I'm not winning any He was winning game. every ball. He was winning every ball, yeah. Yeah, and I don't and know, I mean, I don't know if it's Mokosha uh, talking, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Some something happened uh, at the halftime because for the first time this season, I saw Maguire playing with a smile on his face. Uh, uh, we all know he had a very poor le- uh, build-up to the season. All that incident in the Greece that happened, it probably shook him. Then that red card uh, for England. We have not seen Maguire play with a smile this half so f- uh, this season so far for United. But in the second half, uh, even when Cavani scored and we when we scored the second goal, you could see that Maguire is a bit at ease. He's smiling. He's enjoying the game. Perhaps uh, this is uh, for the betterment for United season as because he gets more settled, he gets more confident and probably we'll see the best of Maguire as the season goes along. The second half, he was phenomenal. Everything to his head. He was dominating Kavit Lewin. He was do- dominating Decore. So yeah, I think we should credit him <clears throat> because we were a bit jittery at uh, when the game was at 2-1. Everton was swinging the balls from the corner. They were taking free kicks and he was winning every single header. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good good game. Good game from Maguire. Yeah, it was a good game overall. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that it was something that was said to him at halftime uh, by Solskjaer or somebody of the coaching staff was like, dude, you got to 
you got <laughs> you're a captain, you're a defender, you gotta win headers because otherwise there's no you know just you're gonna lose the game. So yeah. I, I think whatever it was, whatever transformation, I hope he can keep it going. I think the international yeah. break comes at a good time for him actually, even though he's had a good game and he probably would want the next game. I think it'll be good for him to go away with England for a few days. You know, he won't play a lot because he's suspended obviously. So he can just mm-hmm. be around and then you know work on his game a little bit more and then come back mm-hmm. and hopefully carry on where he's left. So. Um, it was good. It was a good transformation for Harry Maguire. Uh, first goal for Manchester United. Uh, Luke Shaw, another assist uh, for a guy who can't cross. And I still don't think he's he's a good crosser of the ball. But if you give him time, he can put a ball in. I think that's yeah. maybe Everton didn't realize that. Uh, I don't know what happened, but he, he's got two assists now. Uh, it's yeah. something. It's something for a player who's uh, who's not very good uh, offensively. It has to be Alex Telles effect because since he has come onto the club, Luke Shaw has been given a wake-up call that, listen, you, you, are, you are no longer the number one left-back, probably uh, the first-choice left-back at United. You have to up your game. And we know that Telles is a fabulous crosser of the ball. So probably Shaw knows that if I have to beat Telles to this position, the only thing that I need to improve is my crossing. Because with uh, sooner or later, we will see Cavani starting games for United in the coming months. And when Cavani starts, you have to give him the service. So probably he's been working on his crossing game and yes two assists in consecutive games and if you take the those assists away the best ball that Shaw put was in the last game where he fizzed a ball and Marshall were and Rashford both were late to react to that uh, cross uh, if you go back to the highlights of the last game yep. you'll see that was a fabulous that. ball yeah. <clears throat> yeah so yeah he's been working on his uh, left foot and hopefully it just uh, all comes along and uh, it fits well for United yeah, I, I still feel he's very good as an inside centre back, as a third centre back. I think I, I'm not sure if he yes. likes playing as a as an up and down fullback. I think he likes cutting inside and and being in midfield. But you can't do that as a left back every game. But I mean, we'll see what goes on. But it's good again, competition for places. There are a few spots where there are competition for places, not many. Uh, so if those players can at least step up, then that gives uh, United more options and uh, going forward. Uh, I think you spoke about Cavani. He scored. Martial again had a bad game. I thought he had a very poor game. Rashford, I wasn't on it. I mean, there were chances for Rashford where, I mean, he should have scored that second goal. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you know, and uh, he had a few chances where he could play Fred in, where he could play somebody else, and he was overhitting passes. He was not getting them that right. One on one chance against Pickford, he should have scored. Yeah, a one on one chance against Pickford that he should have scored. And then there was another one where he had a one on one and he was trying to yes, control he, it. And, yes, uh, yes. you know, and it all got away. Um, which I thought was the worst one because the one-on-one I thought you had to get a snapshot is sometimes you know you get lucky with goal where you know the goalkeeper gets lucky because he's made himself big so you can forgive that one but the second one but it is they are rusty and I don't know I mean Martial fair enough he's not played a lot because of the suspension but it's something I mean they 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 need to up their game because we don't have a lot of options going forward at this point so we need them to to do well. Overall, Rashford had a good game. If you just recall that, uh, uh, I think Bruno's goal, uh, no, no, the second goal that Rashford should have uh, headed. He had a very neat uh, build-up play with Bruno and Shaw. Uh, he gave the ball to Bruno and he made a darting run uh, in between the Everton's uh, central defender, allowed Bruno to cross. We have not seen that uh, run from a United striker in, in the last few weeks where you made, make a darting run. It uh, allows the midfielders to loop in a ball uh, in behind the central defenders. So, credit to him. Uh, he did that. And yes, it was a lucky break for Bruno, but yeah, Rashford had a big part to play. He had an okayish game. We expect more out of him because he has been on hot scoring in the season. So, seeing him missing chances makes you wonder if he is on a scoring run, why is he missing these chances? So, he had a better game than Marshall for sure. And then when Cavani came on, you really see United's game going to a different level because he held up three or four balls that Marshall was not able to do beforehand. And he just brought everyone into the play. He brought Bruno into the game. He brought Pogba into the game. And it looked like a better team with Cavani on the pitch. 
Yeah, speak, I mean, yeah, Cavani was... Um, I think the game was set up that way, where even Pogba was holding the ball up. I, I've never seen that before, Pogba holding the ball up. I don't think I've seen it before. And usually he's like, at it. He yeah. tries to hold up every single game, but he's not successful that often. Yeah, usually he like falls over or usually he like go down for a fall. But today he was actually holding the ball up and doing something with it, which was great to see. I think Cavani was great. I still don't think Cavani should be starting for United. I'm not sure if he should not be starting with Martial on current form. Uh, the next game is against West Brom, so it'll be interesting to see what selections happen. Because, um, unfortunately, what has happened with the Champions League is that the Istanbul game now is must-win, which it shouldn't have been, but it's now going to be must-win based on what's going to happen in the group. So, it'll probably rest a few players for West Brom, so we'll have to see what they do um, with that one. But, it's uh, yeah, it was good. I think it was, a, it was a good game for a few players. I think just for a few of them to get into form. I think Cavani getting his first goal, I think he'll be happy with that. Uh, Papa getting a few minutes, I think he'll be happy uh, with that as well. Uh, but, I think it's obvious. I haven't spoken about this guy yet. We'll talk about now. Who's your man of the match? So she, I mean, oh, uh, for me, I would pick Fred as my other match today. Fred, oh, I thought you were you were, you were you might be signaling towards Bruno Fernandes. Yes, <laughs> I thought you were going to pick I had, Bruno. Okay. I had, Fred. I thought Fred had a phenomenal game in the midfield. <clears throat> when I looked at the team sheet, I thought Fred was going to be dominated by Decore because of the size and how those two play. But Fred dominated Decore probably nine times out of ten. He kept the ball to him, he found his passes, he found the range, he was aggressive, he was energy. He was energetic and he was pulling his players around him, that, uh, just step up your game. So it was very nice to see from him. Uh, remember, he had a very bad game in, uh, in the week where he was taken off after 50th minute. So for him to get the confidence back and play the way he did uh, in a tough game, where not many expected us to win. So, I would pick Fred as the man of the match. But then Bruno had hands in all the goals for United. So, yeah. you kind of expect that from Bruno now. Week in, week out, he ends up delivering something or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking, I don't think Fred played actually on midweek. I think he was rested. He didn't play. But he was taken off against uh, Arsenal. Last uh, game that Fred played. Yes, Arsenal. The last yeah, game. he was yeah. taken off. But, yeah, I mean, that I, yeah, that he got that selection wrong. I think he played Fred as a, as a, as a defensive midfielder, like as a... As a, you know, the pivot, that's not his role. I think his role is that he's got to play a bit further forward where he's allowed to, you know, misplace passes because his passing is not that good. But he'll win the ball back. He'll win the ball back. He's allowed to, you know, roam around and get the ball back. He needs somebody behind him or alongside him who's going to cover uh, positionally for him when he goes missing. So, um, you know, I don't know if McTominay is that player. I think he can be that player, but I'm not sure if he's at the level. Matic does that really well. Um, but we shall see uh, what happens. But yes, Mummy Man of the match was Bruno Fernandes. I mean, he's... Uh, I mean, he, I mean, yeah, I mean, people will say he dragged. I think I think this was his game. I think in some ways you could see that after that first goal, uh, this was kind of his game. Like he, he came out of the loss. He scored a headed goal. I've never seen him score a headed I think this was, must be his first headed goal. Uh, at least for yeah. United, I've not seen him score. Um, the second goal shouldn't have been his goal. But yeah, it was a good, nice dip bend that he got. Um, and then that, that assist, I think, was really good because... You're 2-1 up, but, you know, this is this was practically the last play. So, nobody would have yeah. begrudged him if he went and tried for a goal and probably would not yeah. have got it. But he was still smart yeah. enough. You know what? Now, I'm going to pass it to Cavani and let Cavani score. So, and it was classic but, Bruno. Just shaping up to shoot, bringing all the defenders near him and then releasing the ball swiftly for Cavani and Cavani with a beautiful finish. Yeah, yeah, that was good as well. Uh, I mean, that's a good play. And that's a good smart play. I think that's what uh, was needed in that game. So, uh, I mean, for me, it was Bruno. But I, I can see why Fred was the man of the match. I think, I think this was one of those games where a lot of players had good matches. And I think, yeah. I think that's a good thing, but also, and also yeah. one of the problem areas for Manchester United, where a lot of players collectively will have good games when everything's good. But then, you know, when you need somebody to drag you, you know, from kicking and screaming, there's like 
the mentality you know is not there when you need one or two players to really step up even though everyone else is not playing well but maybe mm-hmm. this is a precursor of better things to come <laughs> what we do know though ole gunnar solskjaer is not going to be sacked over the international <laughs> break i think that was at the least biggest. at least between the international break yeah he's there, well, he he's there he, i think he's safe now at least for a, for a little while um i don't know when the next crisis will hit we don't we don't know but next um, Next defeat is the crisis. yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm trying to see where the next defeat will come because I mean, hopefully it doesn't come in West Brom. I think that would be a sackable offense if you get beaten by West Brom in this league because they've lost to Fulham as well. So I think yeah. that that would be a sackable offense. But we shall see. Uh, final thoughts from you, Shashi? Anything that you wanted to add about the game? Yeah, uh, just one bit. I think this was the best uh, uh, game for us this season in Premier League in terms of ball movement. because we have often been criticized that uh, even if it's like likes of Watford Palace Burnley Aston Villa even those teams look like they are playing like on the level of Real Madrid or Bayern Munich because they move the ball so well but today uh, between Fred McTominay Bruno and Mata we moved the ball well and this was uh, the testament for our first goal that we build up at least 7 to 8 passes before uh, Shaw could cross it and Bruno could head the head the ball into the goal so yeah in terms of uh, passing and ball movement this was our best game of the season hopefully Solskjaer can see something and uh, can build on it and certainly improve our home form that is the biggest worry for Solskjaer and Man United at the moment if we can do that there is a team in there we all know that there is a team in there it's just about picking the right combinations picking the right players for the right games and uh, eventually the results will start to improve mhm for sure i think i think it'll be interesting to see what he does in the next game because west brom will not be as accommodating as everton uh, in mm-hmm. terms of you know the in terms of allowing united to to play their game i think they've yeah. done allowed united to play their game a bit we'll see what best prom do um in the next one but uh, until then uh, this one's uh, yeah uh, we're going to be back again thank you so much sashi by the way for joining by the game i know it's, it's it's great when you know the team wins and you can come and like talk nice i think that's it's always great so thank you so much for joining if you like that video please remember to like and share and also subscribe to our channel we're going to do a lot of mat- of these match reaction videos today and tomorrow so you should uh, please subscribe so you can get notifications uh for when we uh, upload these uh, they won't be live unfortunately we've had some bad experiences with that but we'll try to do it as quickly as possible um after the games so please uh, subscribe for that we are at 112 subscribers we want to get to 120 so help us uh get there uh, and you know thank you for your support uh thank you so much sashi for joining and yeah, yeah. um yeah i mean uh, we're going to be back again with with the next one but have a good have a good i mean this is good it's a good start of the weekend now you yeah. can just relax and watch the other teams you know do their thing um uh, you know it's it's going to sustain season but uh, yeah enjoy the rest of your weekend and uh, we'll be back again soon bye bye bye